You are Locked On Bulldogs, your daily podcast on the Georgia Bulldogs. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome to the Locked On Bulldogs podcast. I am Daniel. Clint is not here today, as you can plainly see. He uh, had you covered yesterday. If you didn't go back and listen to the episode yesterday, Clint talked all about the the big bad wolf that is the transfer portal. Are things falling apart at Georgia? A couple guys reportedly no longer with the team. And so what does all that mean? Clint had you covered on that yesterday. Uh, today, I am going to talk about the 2022 season as a whole. I thought... I'm, had some thoughts about some comments that Kirby's made and just the, a narrative that I keep hearing over and over again in the media. First of all, I just want to welcome you to the show. Um, I am Daniel and Clint, my co-host, would be quick to point out that we are not gurus or insiders. We are simply Georgia fans. And so if you're a Georgia fan, uh, that's what this podcast was created for. For you, the fans, by fans, um, that's who we are. We assume that that's who you are. And so we're glad that you're here. A lot of ways to find the show. You can find us on, uh, first and foremost, an audio podcast format, uh, Stitcher, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, Locked on Bulldogs is there. Leave us a rating and review. Tell a friend about the show. Um, all that stuff helps us out a bunch. Thank you all. So many of you have done that already. But if you haven't, go over there and, and drop us a review on iTunes, uh, and that helps us out a bunch. Uh, you might be finding the show uh, on YouTube, and if not, you can go over to the YouTube channel, uh, Lockdown Bulldogs on YouTube, and um, get all the content there. Um, <clears throat> while you're there, audio or video, you can check out all the other Locked On Atlanta podcasts. Uh, Lockdown Bulldogs, happy to be part of the Locked On Atlanta Sports Network. Um, go search them out. Look up those shows. There's a there's a, a great Falcons podcast, a great Braves podcast. Um, whatever you need for your Atlanta sports fix, um, Locked On Atlanta has you covered. So go check them out. Uh, but we're glad that you're here today, Locked On Bulldogs. Uh, and um, as I said, I want to talk about the big scary narrative that I feel like is being purported. And anytime you have a team that wins a national championship, this is kind of the narrative you have to look out for. And the narrative is this. It's that UGA better be ready, better be wary, better be afraid of a big letdown in 2022. Because now, as you may or may not have heard, it had been a while since Georgia had won a national championship. But now Georgia has won a national championship. You may have heard that as well. We are, in fact, the reigning national champions in uh, college football and, and so naturally what people assume is going to happen is that Georgia is going to feel as though they've accomplished something and they're going to kind of sit back and rest on their laurels, so to speak. And therefore they will just regress right back to the, 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 the pack of mediocrity in college football. This is the narrative. I don't know if you've heard this as a Georgia fan, but this is a narrative I've heard many times this offseason already. And I think as we get on through the offseason and we get closer to, to next season, you're going to begin to hear it a lot more. I'm going to give you I'm really going to talk through why this narrative is ridiculous and why you should not worry about it. I've got several several points I want to make, but I think the first point is this. 
And, and that is, it all starts at the top. You know this. I know this. If if you're any good organization, any good company or corporation, all, the the culture and the character of an organization comes from the top down. And so when we have this conversation, we have to start with Kirby Smart. And there is literally no person on planet Earth other than Nick Saban. You hear me, Bama fans. I'm talking, I'm I'm saying something positive to you about Nick Saban. There's literally no person on planet Earth other than Nick Saban who is more equipped to coach a team through the success of winning a national championship and then have them prepared to come back the following season. And I I'm not exaggerating when I say that. No one has been an integral part of as many national championships as Kirby Smart has, other than Nick Saban. And so when you look at the track record of the head coach, he knows what to do in order to motivate this team, in order to turn the page from last year to this year. And ultimately, as a Georgia fan, that's why I have supreme confidence that we may see this or we may see that from the team. The team may struggle at certain positions. They may excel at certain positions. They may have certain players that uh, outperform our expectations. They may have certain players that underperform our expectations. But what we will not see this year from the Georgia Bulldogs is a team that is complacent and satisfied. And I have confidence to say that because of Kirby Smart, our head coach, and what he brings to the table. All right. I got two more big reasons why I don't think Georgia fans need to be worried about this. And they both have to do with the players on the field. Uh, so I want to get into that. First, I want to let you know about Bet Online. Bet Online is your online sports book expert. And they are the only place that Clint and I go every single time that we want to place a wager, whether it's on college football, whether it's on Major League Baseball. By the way, Matt Olson is good at baseball. That's locked on Atlanta tidbit from me to you. Matt Olson is quite good at baseball. Thank you very much. I will have another. Uh, whether it's the NBA playoffs, which start this week, the Hawks in the playing game tomorrow, catch all that coverage locked on Atlanta. Uh, well, no matter what the sport of choice is, just because the Masters is over, just because March Madness is over, it doesn't mean that Bet Online is shutting down. BetOnline.net, your online sportsbook expert, the official sportsbook partner of the Lockdown Bulldogs podcast. You go there, you get spreads, parlays, over unders, money lines, whatever you want. Bet Online has it. And right now, you enter the promo code Locked On when you make your first deposit. That's promo code Locked On when you make your first deposit. They give you a big bonus. That's free money with which to bet right now when you go to betonline.net, your online sportsbook expert. All right, so I told you that the main reason that you don't need to worry is because of Kirby Smart, and that is absolutely first and foremost the, the thing that you need to keep at the forefront of your mind. This is the man that knows how to navigate these waters. He's been there way more times than Dabo Swinney has. Maybe not as a head coach, but it's all the same rodeo. He has been there before. He knows what to do. This is not Ed Orgeron, is what I'm trying to say. And you get that sense that a lot of fans, and this is just Florida fans projecting their insecurities on Georgia, I know. But 
you get that sense from a lot of fans that people think that Georgia is going to be some sort of like an LSU situation, which again, we talked about this on the podcast before. Nothing, there could not be a worse comp for the 2021 Georgia Bulldogs than LSU. LSU won a national championship based on a transcendent quarterback. <laughs> okay. Is, is that what we did? Is that what Georgia did? A transcendent, even the Weldon brothers would have to agree that we did not have a transcendent talent at quarterback. Uh, no, that's not what Georgia did. Kirby Smart's not at Orgeron. Uh, number one, he's still employed at the University of Georgia, so that helps. All right, there's other reasons, though, why you should be confident if you're a Georgia fan that this team's not going to have a letdown uh, or a regression type of year, and that is – if you pay attention to what Kirby's been saying, and he doesn't talk to the media a lot, I know, and he speaks in Kirbanese, I know. But if you pay attention to what he's been saying, go back to like a week ago, uh, early April, gives a press conference. I think it was April 5th, 6th, something like that. Gives a press conference. Go back and 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 listen again to the words that he said coming off of, uh, I think it was the first scrimmage at the time. They've since had second scrimmage this past weekend. Um, obviously, reports coming out about that, and we'll get into that more uh, later. But go back and listen to some of the things that Kirby said, and you hear him talk about the energy of practice. What do you like, Kirby? And he doesn't ever talk about players, and he doesn't ever talk about how good we are. But he does bring up consistently that the energy has been good at practice. He says we got a long way to go at a lot of positions. Yes, yes, that's typical coach speak. We get it. We know he's never going to praise the team too much. But – you should pay attention when Kirby goes out of his way to praise the energy and the enthusiasm at practice because that's not something that he would just say. In fact, we've heard many times throughout the years, Kirby Smart get on the microphone. It seems like for no other reason than just to vent about the lack of energy at practice. That has not been the case people some people worried about are there leaders on this team do we lose all of our leaders on this team well something seems to have these players hungry because the energy seems to be up in practice in fact kirby went as far as to say a week ago go back and listen to it because it's just one little line in the press conference but it it stood out to me and i think it should stand out to you kirby went as far as to say that so far this year there have been quote no bad practices that's no bad practices the whole spring. Now I ask you, is that something that Kirby Smart is just saying because he was in a good mood and he's just trying to be nice? No. No, that is not what that is not Kirby Neeks. That is not how the language works. When Kirby says there's been no bad practices, he's he's almost seemingly having to bite his tongue to say that because he doesn't want to say things like that, but that seems to be what he really is seeing out of this team that kind of energy at practice i think goes a long way towards telling you in the spring y'all we're not talking about fall camp we're not talking about the week leading up to oregon we're not talking about a few weeks into the season once they've got their legs we're talking about in the middle of spring no bad practices yet that tells you i think how hungry this team is how how focused this team is and how uh, they are nowhere near the narrative that is being portrayed, uh, like that they're going to just get lazy and complacent and be satisfied with their national championship. Those are two reasons, and I think they're two really good reasons. 
But in the in the next segment, in the last segment, I saved what I think is the best reason, like the number one reason that you should not sleep on this Georgia Bulldogs team being even hungrier this year than they were last year. So I'm going to get to that in just one second. So I told you Kirby Smart, that's reason number one. He is the straw that stirs the drink. He is the one that makes things go for this Georgia team. And then reason number two that you shouldn't worry about a regression from this team is the enthusiasm, the energy that has seemingly been on display at all of these spring practices up until this point. But all of that's well and good. You can have energy of practice. You can have a head coach. But the players on the field are the ones that win the games. And last year, the players on the field won all the games that they needed to win, all the games that they needed to win in the season. They took care of all of their business. They didn't have a single team um, beat them in in this 2021 season without later avenging that loss. And so the players on the field are the people that win the games. And the fact of the matter is, is that the players on the field for this 2022 Georgia football team are not, by and large, the players that were on the field for the 2021 Georgia football team. And so the main reason that you don't have to worry about this team being complacent is because this team hasn't won anything. And I know that is what Kirby has said often in the season, but... That's not just me speaking a little Kirbanese here on the podcast. That is a legitimate fact. This team, most of these players, they may have a ring because they were part of the team last year, but they didn't win anything last year. The Kobe Dean won something last year. Trayvon Walker won something last year. Devontae Wyatt and Jordan Davis won something last year. Lewis Seen and um, George Pickens and Jamari Sawyer and Channing Tendall and Quay Walker and Darion Kendrick. And the, these guys won something last year. Zamir White and James Cook. and I mean, I could go on and on. And then even you get to guys who aren't going off to the NFL – but you have other guys, whether they transferred out of the program or or, or whatever, you, you have so many new faces on this Georgia football team. And that's where the hunger, I think, comes from. I mean, just think about the guys that are going to be on the field next year. I mean, you've got guys that were in the mix. But even some of the guys that were in the mix last year, guys like Broderick Jones and uh, A.D. Mitchell and Ladd McConkey, these are not guys. It's not like it was their team last year. But this year, it's their team. And then you got guys, Xavier Truss and Devin Willock and Tate Ratledge and Dylan Fairchild and you got guys like Arian Smith who didn't get to play much last year. You got guys like Eric Gilbert who didn't get to play at all last year. You got guys like Don Blaylock who didn't get to play at all last year. You get 
you get guys like uh, Branson Robinson and Dejan Edwards who should have Dejan Edwards who should have a bigger role than he had last year, and that's the offensive side of the ball. And guys, you know this if you follow Georgia. Those are a lot of new faces that I just named that are going to be key contributors on the offensive side of the ball, and I probably didn't even mention them all. But I'm not even scratching the surface for this Georgia team because when you flip the page over to the defensive side of the ball and you think about the guys that are going to be running out there this year for the Georgia Bulldogs, how many national championships have they won as starters on the on a on a football team? Tramel Walthor, Zion Logue, uh, Smile Mondin, Dumas Johnson, uh, Dan Jackson even, Kamari Lassiter, Bill Norton, Nazir Stackhouse, Warren Brinson, like Xavier Sori, MJ Sherman, Tresman Marshall, Chaz Chambliss, Javon Bullard, like I, Tyke Smith, Nylon Green. I could go – There are. So, I'm not saying those guys didn't contribute last year. Don't. Don't hear me saying what I'm not saying. I'm not saying that they weren't an important part of the championship that Georgia won. I'm not saying they didn't get their rings. I'm not saying that they didn't feel accomplished like they were part of a team. But if if, if you think that it's the same thing to be a key special teams contributor and play some snaps during the season at your position and win national championship if you think that's the same thing as it is to start every game like nicobe dean did and win a national championship then you have never played an organized sport before in your entire life and so i don't really know how to talk to you about this let me just suffice it to say it is not the same thing they do not feel like it was their team and thus they do not feel like they have accomplished what they have set out to accomplish in their college football careers. So is Kirby capable of helping this team navigate uh, and avoid complacency? Absolutely he is. Do the practices seem as though they're energetic, and is that a positive sign? Absolutely it is. But at the end of the day, I mean, it's a fun narrative for people at ESPN or Florida fans or whoever they might be. It's a fun narrative to talk about like, oh, Georgia's never been here. How are they going to handle success? How are they going to do being the top dog, being the, the guy that's hunted instead of the, the hunter? How are they going to do with all the expectations are for them to go back and do it again? You don't have to worry about that if you're a Georgia fan because I'm not saying this group is the most talented group we've ever seen. I'm not saying they're going to be the best team we've ever seen. They might have deficiencies at many positions. There are many positions that I'm nervous about, that I'm worried about. We'll talk about as we move through the offseason. But what you're not going to see from this team is complacency. It's ridiculous to even imagine that you would see complacency from this team. Uh, that's what you have to be confident about, Georgia fans. I'm Daniel. Clint will be back tomorrow, and we've got a lot more to talk about Um uh, this offseason, this week, G-Day's on Saturday, so we'll be heading up, leading up to that. Uh, we'll have lots of stuff to talk about uh, between now and then, so join us tomorrow on YouTube or on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you get your podcasts. Leave us a comment down below. Leave us a five-star rating and review, thumbs up, whatever it is. We really appreciate it, and we will talk to you guys later.